Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We'll recap Super Bowl 55. Have a few other news and notes for you. Uh, Sports Takes brought to you by Andy Wells. For all your real estate needs, call or text Andy Wells, 225-772-6000. You'll hear a spot from Andy in just a minute. He'll give out that number again. Trey Blossman and I will talk about Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Super Bowl 55. We're going to get all that covered for you. Going forward, Sports Takes will be around once or twice a week, so do keep up with it and favorite this podcast. Also, connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I have my own YouTube channel, and I'm the oldest dude on TikTok. Check me out. Uh, having a lot of fun with it. All right, we're going to listen to a message from Andy Wells, realtor with Keller Williams First Choice in the greater Baton Rouge area, South Louisiana. Also from Anchor, our host. Then we're back. We're joined by Trey Blossman, recapping the Super Bowl here on Sports Takes. Talking sports with TK. Stay tuned. This is Andy Wells with Keller Williams First Choice Realty, and I want to be your real estate guy. Call or text me today for any and all of your real estate needs. Are you on the fence about selling your house? I have seven amazing reasons why you should have it on the market right now. I'd love to share that with you. So call or text me today at 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000. Once again, this is Andy Wells, and I want to be your real estate guy. 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, this episode of Sports Takes. I am Tommy Christ and about to be joined by Trey Blossman. We got some comments on the Super Bowl and as we go forward... Uh, the rest of this month and into the spring sports takes. We'll take a weekly look, maybe even twice a week, at college basketball, March Madness, Major League Baseball, and throw in college football, NFL when appropriate. We'll always have some sports takes for you right here on Talking Sports with TK. We remind you, brought to you by Andy Wells, your realtor for all your needs in the Louisiana area. Call or text Andy at area code 225-772-6000. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Tommy, I'm good, doing real well. I'm a little bit in shock by what I saw yesterday. I uh, just never been more wrong about a Super Bowl. At least I hadn't been that wrong in a long time. Uh, as I recall, the last time I was that wrong about a Super Bowl, Tampa Bay was also fresh off winning one. So uh, I learned, I guess, a lesson. Don't pick against Tampa Bay in Super Bowls. They they were <laughs> really, really good yesterday, Tommy. And look, Tom Brady, man, is that dude on top of the world or what? He's rich. He's handsome. He's a seven-time Super Bowl winner. He's a five-time Super Bowl MVP. And he's married to a supermodel. Uh, which may be the most significant of all of those things as far as being a lucky guy. 
Well, certainly the story of the Super Bowl, and there are lots of stories about it, starts with Tom Brady. And, you know, I commented this morning on the Sports Shorts Daily video, which is available on Facebook if somebody wants to look for it under my page or Sports Shorts. I've said, you know, I, I really believe that what Tom Brady accomplished yesterday with the seventh Super Bowl, fifth MVP, I think he surpasses what Tiger Woods did to golf some 15, 16 years ago when he won, actually won four majors in a row. Not the same calendar year, but he actually won four in a row and just really dominated the game of golf. Or you go to Michael Jordan's six NBA titles. I think Brady has put himself slightly above them guys, taking nothing away from Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan. I think Brady has put it to a whole nother level with what he has accomplished. Now, golf's an individual sport, football's not, but to go to a team that was seven and nine last year, make the people around him better, and win a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak broke. I don't think anybody'll hit 400 like Ted Williams did. I, I can't, I can't fathom anybody winning seven Super Bowls, and you know, uh, that's just, it's just a mind-boggling accomplishment. There's nothing I can say to add more to it. Well, I mean, it, it is an amazing feat. Uh, look, hats off to. Tampa management, Tommy. New faces on the Tampa team that weren't on the team last year. Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Ryan Suckup. What's the deal with those five guys? They scored all 31 of Tampa's points yesterday. None of them were on the team last year. That's good management, Tommy. It, it really is, and it's hitting on many you know, additions to the team, you know, every team makes, you know, some roster additions each and every year and some pan out, some pan out very well and some don't work, but to, you know, go five for five with them guys. And then as you say, score all the points in the Super Bowl. I mean, gee, I mean, what a story this is by Tampa Bay, you know, on the heels of the Tampa Rays getting to the world series the Tampa Bay lightning won the NHL title. Uh, it's kind of like title town down in Tampa now. Yeah, well, and uh, might be for some time. The baseball team was surprising a lot of people, but they were the best over the stretch of the season. The football team was the best over the late stretch of the season. They hadn't lost a game uh, since they lost previously to Kansas City. I think that was week 10. Uh, it was a very impressive team win, Tommy. Brady, 21 of 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns all in the first half, was named the MVP. I thought there were any of three players on the defense, and I'm not going to say should have, but I'm certainly going to say could have been named the MVP. And one of those was Devin White, who's quickly showing himself to be one of the truly not great young players, but great players in the National Football League. Yeah, and, you know, I've read something somewhere. I'm like everybody else. I read a lot of stuff that, you know, Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, should have been named the MVP because the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown. I mean, Trey, look, I going into the game, I was certainly aware that, you know, Tampa Bay could very well win it, okay? Yeah, although I picked the Chiefs and I picked the over, I was 0 for 2 there. The only thing worse was the halftime show. But I thought, <laughs> like, like, you know, to, to, if you'd have told me that Kansas City's not going to get a touchdown 
I'd have said you're crazy, you know, but you know, and I told somebody, right. Somebody asked me, I think Friday or Saturday is they saw my oldest dude on TikTok video. And they said, man, you go with the chiefs. And they said, man, not having them two offensive tackles might be a big thing. I went, yeah, well, I get that, but they've had two weeks to prepare. And it's not like they found this out two days before the game. They got NFL players. They're going to get in there and get the job done. Well, they didn't. You give all the credit to the Tampa defense. Devin White, Shaq Barrett was incredible. The linebacker, 54, David. It looked like they had two two Devin Whites on the field, two Davids on the field, and two Shaq Barretts on the field most of the game. And, you know, I made the comment a couple weeks ago that LSU basketball looks like recess basketball at school where you just rush to the playground and, you know, try to throw it together. The Chiefs offense looked like recess type offense at on the school playground. Mahomes running around 20 yards behind a line of scrimmage and just, you know, I mean, it, it, everything that happens well documented, but I did not see it coming that the Chiefs could not score a touchdown. You got to go back 50 years when the Miami Dolphins lost to the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, played in New Orleans 24-3 to to find the last team time a team didn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I was at that game, Tommy. Uh, yeah, it was at the old Tulane Stadium, which, you know, held uh, quite a few Super Bowls in the earlier days of the Super Bowls. But, man, you just got to give Tampa credit. You know, I did a TikTok video today. I said, hey, I, I was wrong. I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to give Tampa credit. credit. I missed it. I, uh, a lot of people missed it, and I was on that list. I, I posted on Facebook today what I opened this segment with. That it's the mo- most wrong I've ever been about a Super Bowl. But as we talked on the pick segment last Thursday, six of the eight so-called experts on CBS Sportsline had uh, Kansas City winning. Only two of the eight had Tampa. So certainly a lot of people were wrong about this game. Looking at my notes here, Tommy, uh, biggest shock, no touchdowns for Kansas City, which you just touched on. Uh, I would will say this, though. Uh there were some big dropped passes. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Daryl Williams all dropped big passes that could have changed the outcome of the game, potentially. Uh, but Mahomes, under serious duress, I'm not going to just say pressure. The guy was under duress, made some amazing throws. One of them went off a Hill's face mask down by the goal line. Might be one of the best throws I've ever seen for an incomplete pass. I texted this to a mutual friend of ours during the game, Tommy. I said, the Trey Award for best performance by a leading actor in a losing role goes to Pat Mahomes. <laughs> well, you know, he, he showed his athletic ability that everybody knew he had. And, of course, it came out a couple of days for the Super Bowl. He, he might be having surgery on this turf toe thing, you know. And, uh, you know, somebody said, hey, he doesn't look good. He, he might be hurt. And I said, well, I think Tampa's the reason he doesn't look good. And I think what happened, and, and you know this being a, a former quarterback, not at the professional level, but the, the worst thing a quarterback can do at any level, high school on up, is look at the rush. I mean, you're not supposed to look at the rush. And I think Mahomes got caught looking at the rush because they were coming with corners off the edge. He knew them tackles weren't, you know, his starting guys to, to fend off the, the Buccaneers. And I just think the rush guy, like you said, he was under duress. That's a great word to, to describe it. And, you know, then hence you got no touchdowns, you know, and, I mean, it just was a, a Tampa Bay 
when you know Kansas City scored first, went up three nothing. Hey, here we go. But then after that, it was all Tampa, and you really got the feeling in the second half that you know that that the Chiefs just weren't going to be able to get this done. And then of course. Tampa turned to Leonard Fournette and the other running back and just kind of, you know, ran the ball and let start taking the air out of that clock, which is what you do when you're up, you know, like they were. So, uh, you know, give all the credit to Tampa, the coaching staff, those players, and then for everybody adjusting to the new guys that came in. They were seven and nine last year, seven and nine out of Super Bowl champs. That That's a huge stride. That sure is. Big improvements, Tommy. Uh, Not surprising. Uh, It's a dangerous team moving forward with all that talented youth on defense and the crafty veterans on the offense led by Tom Brady. But you mentioned that Mahomes was looking at the pass rush, Tommy. And that is very bad because it keeps something else from happening. It keeps you from looking downfield. It keeps you from growing through your progressions. And that's why every ball he threw looked like it was a desperation busted play almost. There were very few plays, uh, a couple of passes down the middle to Kelsey come to mind. But other than those, there were very few plays where he threw a quick timing route and completed it. Most everything was run for your life and try and find somebody down the field. And it obviously was not very effective. No, it was not. And again, I mean, the mind-boggling stat is the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown. You know, that that was just... But again, I just think you got to credit the Tampa Bay defense. Now, the, the referees continued with the inconsistency that has scarred NFL officiating. I thought they got real tight compared to the other playoff games. Uh, a couple little ticky-tack calls I thought shouldn't have been made in a Super Bowl. And I know you're supposed to call the game in September the same way, but... It, I mean, they're all human. So playoffs and last week, two weeks ago in the conference championship games, there was lots of stuff that wasn't called that would have easily been flagged by the crew last night, you know, but that's not an excuse. You know, it, 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 I don't think it had any, any kind of significant impact on the outcome of the game. Tampa was the better football team. Uh, that, that football game last night, and, you know, you almost think, man, if they played again next week, Tampa would whip them again, you know. So I think that's all you can say about that. But, you know, Devin White, uh, former LSU Tiger, had a good game. Kevin Minter got in on a couple of stops, another linebacker from LSU. You know, so it was – and, of course, Leonard Fournette. I remember Fournette telling a story. I, re- I read this a couple of months ago. You know, like like when Brady got to Tampa and one day practice had ended and Brady said, hey, wait a minute, all you running backs, all you receivers, back out on the field, we got to work on some stuff. And he said, what, that never happened when he was in Jacksonville, you know. So, of course, everybody, nobody said, oh, no, I got to go somewhere. Everybody went back out on the field. So Brady just created that mindset, and he did what superstars do. You make the people around you better. They're already NFL players. They're on an NFL roster. But you make them better, and then you make the team, you know, collectively better. And I just think you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta tip your hat to Tom Brady there, and then the guys for buying in and saying, "Hey, yeah, we can do this." Mike, I disappeared in big games. Evans only had one catch, you know, and he was supposed to be their big time receiver, but he always disappears in big games. So that's his problem. But I just, I mean, you got to start and end with Tom Brady when it comes to you know getting this stuff done. Well, you said mentioned something about Fournette saying that never happened in Jacksonville. 
had it happened in Jacksonville, Fournette wouldn't have stayed out on the field. He'd have left. Okay. That's the big difference is playing with Tom Brady has made him a professional, mature football player instead of an overpaid punk, which is exactly what he was after his rookie year in Jacksonville. He had a good rookie year. After that, he was an overpaid punk. He was poisoned for the team. Look, congratulations to him for turning it around, for looking like an all-pro running back yesterday, for looking like the guy who had all the promise in the world to be one of the best running backs in the history of the NFL. You know, coming out of high school and coming out of LSU, he was as highly touted as a running back can be. He disappeared after his rookie year. Uh, His good luck, he winds up on a team with Tom Brady who teaches him how to be a professional football player. Right. I mean, that's the Leonard Fournette we saw against Auburn and against, you know, in the SEC when he was, you know, so dominant for LSU. So, hey, you know, you credit him for getting his butt up and getting it done, you know, and making himself better and being a part of a, of a world championship team. I mean, it's just truly a remarkable story. And uh, the Chiefs are the, the early, early odds. The Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year, followed closely by the Buccaneers. So long way to go for all of that, a lot of ground to cover. But, of course, they've already put that info out. And it is interesting coming off of the whooping that we saw yesterday with basically everybody returning in Tampa that Kansas City would be the early favorite, plus 550. Tampa and Green Bay second, tied for second at plus 900. Baltimore and Buffalo tied for fourth at plus 1,200. The Rams at six, plus 13. San Francisco in seventh, plus 1,400. The Saints in eighth at plus 1,800, nine and 10 tie at plus 2,000, Cleveland and uh, Seattle. Yeah, I'm surprised the Saints are even on that list. Uh, We do expect to hear an an announcement that Drew Brees will retire, although for salary cap purposes, it won't be official June 2nd, uh, you know, as they manage the salary cap thing. But I fully expect that they're going to let a few more days of Super Bowl talk. And then later this week or next week, I would suspect that Brees will make the formal announcement. The fact that he restructured his contract last week, basically said that that's what's going to happen. And I'm sure Mickey Loomis, the general manager of the Saints, and the coach Sean Payton already know for sure what Breeze, that Breeze is going to retire. So anyway, the NFL season's in the books. You know, in a pandemic year, there were a couple of little hiccups, but they, they pushed forward and they got it done. And, and we were able to have a Super Bowl champ. And I just hope for the sake of all NFL fans that people can be back in the stands uh, when the season rolls around, you know, what, some six months from now. Well, Tommy, uh, we leave Super Bowl 55 in the history books, and it will be remembered by me for this, okay? The worst combination of an NFL championship game and halftime show in the history of the National Football League. <laughs> the, the, the weekend, I never heard of the weekend but they promoted the heck out of them. I heard the weekend was a band from Canada. That was very wrong. What the weekend is, is a narcissistic Michael Jackson wannabe. Uh, It was horrible. It it was as bad as I could have ever imagined a halftime show could be. And to me, it seemed much longer than normal. And maybe that's because of how painful to watch that it was. It just seemed longer than normal. But, man, comparatively, it seemed like Prince, 
Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Rolling Stones, The Who. Their shows seemed real short comparatively. Uh, that was absolutely horrible. I texted a friend a clip of Colonel Kurtz from the movie Apocalypse Now repeating over and over, oh, the horror, because that's what I was doing when I finished watching that. Well, you know, I was at a friend's house, small group of people, and uh, right, I don't know how the guy cooking time this out, but as soon as I got to halftime, we had some ribeye rolls and sausage from Tremonti's meat and seafood coming off the grill. So I, I remember looking back up at the screen and thinking, why the hell is this guy still on? How many songs are you going to let him sing? <laughs> I remember that thought in my brain while I was sipping on some good whiskey. But I'm like, gee, I mean, I mean – Come on. And then it just it was just so awful. And I guess there's some people that like that dude, but I mean that, that to me that's not music, that's not entertainment. But for those that like it, knock yourself out. Tommy, hey, for, for, for those yeah. that like it, uh you need to reevaluate your taste in music. <laughs> I agree. Well, Trey, as I mentioned, uh, we'll go forward with sports takes once or twice a week rolling forward uh we got plenty of college basketball some nba of course march madness uh gonna be a little different this year but it looks like they're gonna try to pull it off uh after all the conference tournaments and then of course major league baseball right around the corner about 10 or 11 days and pitchers and catchers will start reporting in some camps so uh we'll have it all for you we ask people to continue you know favorite our podcast and share it with folks and be looking forward on all the social media links sports takes and again brought to you by andy wells for any and all of your real estate needs uh call or text andy at 225-772-6000 trey blossman any closing thoughts or comments no <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just i know what you're you're getting ready to watch a re play at a halftime show i know that i know what you're doing <laughs> trey you have a great week we will talk again very soon thank you tom when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply